everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Mr. Jared Long. Howdy, howdy. Jared, you you listen to this podcast regularly. Every day. And uh, we work on the same floor mm-hmm. here, here at the church, but we don't work with each other often. So I, Not yet. Not yet. I mean, today's day one of a long friendship. I, I can already tell. <laughs> but uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Well, I am from Houston originally, which is something I catch a lot of heat for, local sports teams and what have you. Um, <laughs> I've been on staff. Yesterday was actually four months on staff. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, it's been a very busy but fantastic time so far. I grew up Catholic as recently as three and a half years ago, I was still practicing. Wow. Oh, that's right. Because when we talked about in, in one of the Matthew episodes, the keys to the kingdom, we had a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. About why the Pope is or is not important, depending on your view. Of that passage. And yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it resonated with me a lot because it was able to put into words how I struggled to communicate that with family and stuff like that. And hey, I think I think that's episode 016. So anybody who's listening to this and you're like, man, my family's Catholic or that's that's my background too. Jared found it helpful. Shameless plug really on, on my part right now. <laughs> but uh, that's our hope is that these episodes would continue to be a resource even as we keep reading. But Jared, continue. Yeah. So three and a half years ago, uh, my wife and I randomly decided to try a new church. We weren't feeling fed, I guess, in our hearts the way we needed to be. And so we tried a bunch of different churches, and a friend recommended Watermark. And we randomly came here while we were getting ready for Mass one day. And uh, a very tall, young pastor who's no longer here was preaching. And I remember the date. I remember the message. I remember— every- Was it our friend JP? It was. <laughs> Shameless plug. Hey, he's a great mentor, for real. So the gospel was presented to me in a way that I had never heard before. Mm. And um, it— both my wife and I actually grew up Catholic as well, and we literally turned to each other that day, um, and we knew like we were home, so to say, so to speak. And that was July of eighteen, and less than a month later, we were in membership classes, and we hit the in. ground running. And since then, and for a little while, you were out with the crew that's gathering in Rockwall. Mm-hmm. We were uh, blessed to be living out there, and just felt a call to help set up and just advance the kingdom on the other side of the lake. So we've been doing that until I came on staff here. And your role is? Here, it's video production coordinator. Which means what for the rest <laughs> of us? It's very vague. Who uh, don't know what that means. My, my specificities include uh, like Sunday live production, the porch on Tuesdays, uh, CLC, D-Town, away. Big events. Mm-hmm. Big events production. Auditorium events. Auditorium. Okay, cool. But speaking of big events, there were big events happening on Crete. Oh, yeah, Titus 3. Yep. Tell us what you got. Well, so Titus is the last of the pastoral epistles, though it was probably written in between 1st and 2nd Timothy. Interesting. So chapter 3, it's the landing of the plane, if you will, in the letter. And there's a lot of things that I found just kind of motivating and encouraging just through the charges that Paul gives Titus on a place that had Christians. There was churches set up, but they weren't really behaving in the way that they were called to. Totally. What's You've got an outline for us, right? You want to walk us through it? Sure, I'd love to. Um, so Titus 3, it's a 15-chapter verse. 15-verse chapter. <laughs> yep, 15-verse chapter. Yep. So it's short, sweet, and to the point. That's not why I chose it. 
in verses 1 through 8, Paul's giving the individual responsibilities of Christians to Titus. Uh, Specifically, verses 1 and 2, he's giving the instructions and duties that all Christians should follow, regardless of geography. Things being subject and obedient to rulers and authorities and stuff like that. The Greek word hippotasso, which is used to be subject to, is also found in uh, Ephesians when it talks about women being subject to their husbands, just Mm -hmm. as men are subject to the church. So it's all a delineation of God's love, so it's never bad. It's never viewed as a poor thing or a bad word. Or an oppressive subjection. And continue saying, you know, we're not going to speak slander on anyone, to be ready for any good work, and to be considerate of everyone. All right. And then what's the next section? So verses 3 through 8, it's a big dive into the rationale for the instructions that he gave Titus. He starts by reminding us of a lot of the sin patterns that we had fallen into and still repeat, uh, while still encouraging the Christians there how far they had come in their sanctification process. So in verses 4 and 5, he talks about the appearance, which one commentator points out is the incarnation of God sending Jesus in human form to die for us. He mentions that it was God's initiative, not ours, and that God saves us because of his mercy, his goodness, not by any works done in righteousness. Now, there's usually where I stop because that's what hits my heart the hardest as a former Catholic, Hmm. is there's a lot of work-based, it's always plus something. And so to hear or be reminded in in this passage that God saved me because he loves me, because he's good, he's merciful, and he's gracious, there's no amount of work I can do to earn that. Yeah, absolutely. Right on. What else you got? So in verses 6 and 7, it talks about how God pours His Holy Spirit over us richly. Uh, Now, we first experienced that at Pentecost in Acts 2 in the early church, and I believe that we still receive that same showering of the Holy Spirit every time someone comes to conversion and new life in Christ. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, 1 Corinthians 3.16, don't you know that your body is a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you, when we place our trust in Christ, we receive the same spirit that believers received back in Acts 2, back Absolutely. in Pentecost. Keep going. So in verses 9 through 11, Titus's responsibility is outlined by Paul in the letter. Titus was not to engage with anything that was unprofitable as a Christian. Yeah. So the things that were also worthless on Crete were there a lot of false teachers promoting divisive— Heresies, really, Exactly. Right? So the Greek word for divisive— is actually where we get the English word heretic. Interesting. Fun fact. Really fun fact. I don't know how to say it because I didn't go to seminary. <laughs> hey, honestly, that's so real. Everyone listening knows, like, I don't know how to pronounce it either. <laughs> and what's the last section? So verses 12 through 15, we get the conclusion, final charge uh, from Paul to Titus. And Paul mentions that two of his other protégés will be joining Titus on Crete to take his place, Artemis and Tychicus, will be going to replace him. And so the goal is for Titus to then travel to Nicopolis to join Paul and his missionary there. And the last three verses are Paul showing concern for the importance of missionaries and speaks to the importance of the church's support and the role in supporting mission trips, missionaries. Mission work. Mission work, exactly. Awesome. And then verse 15, he just says, Grace be with you all. See you guys. Yeah, which also implies that the letter will be read to believers on Crete, though it was written specifically to Titus. That's a great, that's an astute observation, Jared. Thank you. Hey, thank you for putting so much time into a really 
a deep dive into this chapter. I'm grateful for the investment you've made studying, looking up the Greek words, walking through an outline, and I'm, I'm confident that those listening will be encouraged as well. I wish we had more time, but that's all we've got, and I am so glad we're all on this journey together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.